Hello and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 33 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And today, as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know them as the PR coordinator for Uppercut. Their other bylines include Fanbite, Unwinnable, and the Philly Inquirer. It's the genderless uncle, a.k.a. game journalism's number one thembo, Chris Compendio. How's it going? It's going great. Oh, my goodness. You you got all of my tiles in one go. Great. <laughs> First of their name. Yeah. I was about to say, I feel like Khaleesi right now. Uh, sans the genocide. Genderless uncle of dragons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> This is this is like we're almost done with everyone on uppercut. I think we yeah. just need like the the token straight, and then we're, <laughs> we're, then we're good. Yeah, we're, we're we're just about to complete that full sweep here. Got to catch them all, as they yeah. say. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but this is not a podcast about uppercut. Unfor- well, it kind of is actually. It because- is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this podcast is a podcast where a robot makes his video games. So we're now going to consult a new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. Uh, mine's really stupid and dumb, Good. but I really like it. Good. Um, Good. And I guess I should have mentioned I'm recovering from a cold. If my voice is slightly huskier than than you are are, that, are used to, dear that, listener. That but deep that deep guttural Nate here just. <laughs> I'm Waka Flocka Flam right now. Um, uh, with all that said, my game today is a Crash Bandicoot game that is in the style of Fatal Frame, but it has the Nemesis system. So Crash Bandicoot is the orange triangle man who spins around and, and makes a face. That's what he says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Got them jorts. Fatal Frame is a Japanese horror game where you take pictures of ghosts to make them go away or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not. I haven't played any, but I know That's about basically it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the Nemesis system was in the Shadow of Mordor and uh, Shadow of War games uh, and basically meant that any orc you encounter can come back and be your nemesis in the future and uh, cause you havoc. And if you chop off one of their arms, they'll show up later without an arm or they'll be afraid of bees. I don't know how that game works. <laughs> And they'll be like, they'll like speak in a Cockney accent, like, I can't believe you topped off my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you chopped off my arm, isn't it? <laughs> I love Dragon Quest. <laughs> exactly. So, where do we think we can go with a Crash Bandicoot Fatal Frame? No game? fucking idea. <laughs> so, I think. So obviously we can link the nemesis system in the fatal frame, right? Like we can make the ghosts come back. Like maybe totally, you aren't, yeah. maybe you aren't busting ghosts to make you feel good when you uh, are, are playing the fate with the fatal frame uh, stuff. And when you, so like the starting point that I kind of am thinking of is you don't actually play as crash bandicoot. Uh, you're okay. playing as his sister Coco because she always has like her laptop and like a ton oh, of like right. electronics and stuff around with her. Maybe Crash got fucking kidnapped or something. This is like a cool like Coco centric game where you're going and trying to rescue your dumb fuck brother. So like Luigi's <laughs> Mansion. Yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah. Oh shit. Perfect. Nailed it. So this is this is so Luigi's Mansion. This can be like <laughs> Coco's gazebo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so right. much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that gazebo was the only structure You're I right. could think of. <laughs> you know what? Whatever. 
Chris, where do you think we could go with with a sort of Luigi's Mansion, but you use a camera instead of a uh like vacuum backpack. I my mind just keeps going back to the Nemesis system because the thing with the Nemesis system is that they all have, you know, I joke about like the voice and you know the the canned line, but they all have like a name, they all have a weakness and they all have like they all they all got beef, you know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm feeling like so so you're going like through a <laughs> I'll say gazebo just for the sake of, you know, <laughs> Keep it but you're, you're going around this structure, you're going around this, this building. Let's say that this gazebo or whatever has like some sort of history, maybe like a family history. So maybe it's like all of the different family members, or like all like these quirky, eccentric people Ooh. who you're, you're kind of like, the, the thing I get stuck on is like, why are you, if you're going fatal frame, like, why are you taking pictures of them? Like, why are you kind of like, um, locking them in a way? Um, right. <laughs> but I, it, there could be like some sort of like interesting, like lore behind like the, the inhabitants of this place, you know? Right. So I'm going to take the seed of that, which is that it's a family, which I think is really interesting. Like, uh, you know, in the Luigi's mansion games, you're, it's like, Oh, I'm the owner of the mansion and I'm a ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's my ghost dog or whatever. So if we're going to go with gazebo, maybe in, <laughs> Where where does Crash Bandicoot take place? I've never actually played one. Who uh, fucking knows? Like it's it's kind of all over the place. Like there's a bunch okay. of islands. Bandicoot but... Island, let's say. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep it Bandicoot Island. Uh and so there is a rich family of bandicoots, um, <laughs> like highfalutin, monocle wearing, like real Downton Abbey motherfuckers, uh, that live in this mansion. Old money. Exactly. Um <laughs> So they go to they go they have the they'll have this big tea party in a in a gazebo like this in this giant family mm-hmm. multi generations you got your great great grandfathers and what have you and then something happens to them right so all of your ghosts in the game are going to be family members of this one family so it's all kind of linked it's not like random like oh that's a boo I'm gonna I'm gonna vacuum up boo it's like oh no that's henrietta she is she like she baked the cake that day maybe that the cake is what killed everybody Mm -hmm. or something like that and so your cast of of people is going to be like i guess like elizabethan bandicoots oh hell (laughs) yeah like some fucking sly cooper bullshit like you're just going through and like seeing like you're going through the Thievius Raccoonus and just seeing like, oh, well, this was the Old West Raccoon and this was the cool Samurai Raccoon or like something yeah. like that. Except this is all like Elizabethan and for some <laughs> reason they've they've captured Crash Good. Um, and and Coco with who I guess is a tech whiz. I, I just yeah. remembered that she one. has a laptop. Yeah, she, she owns a laptop is basically. Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm describing that she's like some like hacker, but she just owned a MacBook and that's <laughs> it. But we're going to extrapolate from 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 that that she's a tech whiz. So she she invents a camera that can stun these ghosts and make them go away. You're not like capturing them in mm. like Polaroids or whatever have you because they got to come back. It's a nemesis. Game, yeah, right? yeah. I think that as a starting point, as a premise is is pretty interesting. Um, I don't know why they have Crash though. Cam, do you, do you have any like God. sort of input for as like where that can go? I've, I've played a lot of these fucking games and I'm like racking my brain right now trying to think of a way to like tie that together. Maybe something to do with like the two masks or something. Part of the reason that these ghosts got irritated or angry is because they like 
got the power of the evil mask and that made them want to kidnap Crash or something. Okay. That's sort of that's sort of interesting. I mean, yikesy origins of those masks aside. Sure, oh. totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe it's that or maybe it's just a, a side effect of like some kind of death ray from Cortex or whatever. Sure. Like there's like a bunch of other like evil scientists we could probably rope into this, but fuck it. <laughs> You know, Chris, have, have you played any of the uh, Crash games? I I played the first one. Like, my dentist office had a PS one in like oh, circa like cool. mid two thousands. Great, so that's like my only experience. I I was a big CTR person though. I love the CTR. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. I love I love racing. I love teams, and Crash is okay, I guess. So yeah. two of three <laughs> is fine. Two, two out of three ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a character who is like one of the like sort of main villains of Crash Three, who is Doctor N Tropy, huh. um, and he is like this cool time traveling sort of robot wizard. <laughs> Video games. So like maybe he's done something to like he went in time went back in time and is like riling them up to think that maybe eventually their family is like gonna give like uh, eventually their family heritage is gonna have this cursed child and they need to kidnap him and like destroy him. Mm. That's that's great. Uh, like he's gone back in time and planted the seed of Crash Bandicoot is your enemy. So yeah. by the time it gets to the present. They kidnap him. Uh, the prophecy is just like, beware the jorts. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are jorts? Is there precedent for time travel in the Crash Bandicoot lore? Yes. Uh, Crash 3 is all about going through different worlds in time and collecting crystals. The series is messed up. It's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> it used to be like getting like wampa fruit in a hallway. I mean, you still do that. Like, Crash 1 is literally about, like, rescuing his girlfriend. Right. Uh, which they literally just have her in that first game and then just completely fucking get rid of her for the rest of the series. They broke up. It's fine. Yeah. She's 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 living her life in the city with some bandicoot that treats her right. So she's the Pauline of Crash Bandicoot. Basically, yeah. 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 <laughs> she, she now is the mayor of New Crash City or something <laughs> like that. New Coot City new instead coat. of New Coot. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, so you're taking pictures. You're going through this this mansion of, like, Eliz- like it doesn't have to be just Elizabethan then. Because I was thinking, like, you know, a tea party just got hit with a meteor and now they're all dead. <laughs> but maybe this is, like, the family estate. And so you're getting, you know, ghosts from different time periods and stuff like that. Yeah. They have strengths and weaknesses and they'll come back or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a cool, like, Edith Finch kind of house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all, of, like, these different ghosts from different time periods and they all died yeah. in their own weird quirky ways. Yeah. What remains of Coco Bandicoot? <laughs> There you go. That's the name of this game is What Remains yes. of Coco Bandicoot. Um very very good. I'm 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 liking the the spicy flavor that we're that we're bringing here. So are we are we going to rescue Crash at the very end or are we going to just like what if we get to the end and they they're like, "Oh no, we killed him." <laughs> oh. Bold. Crash Bandicoot Crash Bandicoot is dead. Yeah. This is actually the Logan of the Crash Bandicoot series. So, um, <laughs> It's just called Coco. It's oh wait, called- shit. That's already that's already a sad movie. Oh no. <laughs> also, Crash is also a movie that's taken, so yeah, oh, man. you're right. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh my god. This game will win Oscars inexplicably as well. Totally. Just a weird scene of fucking Coco just dancing down some stairs. It's fine. 
What? Yeah, you know. Oh my god, with the Joker yeah. font. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus fuck, Christ, fuck this. Let's okay. get on track, uh, Chris. Where where do you think we could go, like mechanically or or story wise, with this? I think it's pretty fleshed out, but I think we could get some some little nuggets of of uh, of stuff uh, further here. I don't know what what just possessed me to that just produced the phrase tank controls in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like thinking of Luigi's Mansion in my head and think of like the perspective when you go into each room. But um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like if, we, if we're talking Crash, it's got to be like all just fucky angles of like they're running towards the screen. <laughs> but you don't see what like Resident what's Evil. ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the think of like the worst parts of Resident Evil, mm-hmm. where you were you would go into a room and experience a loading screen, and then the camera would be flipped another way. And if you were pressing forward, you'd go actually back through that door and mm-hmm. have to do another loading screen. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just want this to be as difficult as possible, but like not even through like enemy encounters, but just trying to navigate the space. So we're gonna do like pre-rendered backgrounds and stuff we're, we're gonna come back with that <laughs> yeah and then the uh pointing the camera um it, going with the theme just making this as asinine as possible what if it's just like you know like you know like, I, I remember resident evil 5 had like the complaint that you still can't move when you aim <laughs> what if we what if you just made this like metroid other m where like you have to <laughs> oh. you remember you, you had to point the wii remote at the screen and you you cannot move and you suddenly go into first person like it's terrible <laughs> terrible but i want this for some reason in here i was thinking like man we got like a decent plot set up and like you know nemesis system and ghosts is really cool if it was like a family they were all linked and stuff that's cool and here comes here comes chris and he's like what if it's bad though <laughs> it's just not fun to play <laughs> I like that though. That's sort of the flavor we rock with this with this show is like we get like 80% of a good idea mm-hmm. and then it's just like it's it's on brand with what yeah, we already no, do. All I have to do is invoke Metroid Other M and then it all goes downhill. <laughs> I legitimately like don't I forget about that game so often. <laughs> you and everyone else. I try to forget about it. Exactly. Um so I think what remains of Coco Bandicoot is <laughs> Is very powerful and very strong, and that's that's our first 100% perfect game. Coco Bandicoot, Other Sea. <laughs> Other Sea? <laughs> that's what it's going to be in, like, the PAL region. Something <laughs> like it's going to be yeah. like, you know, market research came back, and, you know, uh, What Remains of Edith Finch didn't sell over here, yeah. so we're just going to go. We're going to rock Metroid flavor here. Yeah, okay. yeah. Great. So that's our first game. We're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new Never Before Seen game. And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new Never Before Seen game. Cam, hit it. All right. uh, I'm going to steer the ship a little bit towards uh, better waters here and make a game that I think would be good. Uh, (laughs) Okay. uh, It's a Bloodborne game. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is whatever the fuck a strand game is, ah. but it is a mandatory crossover with Shadow of the Colossus. Oh no! Oh boy! Oh All right, boy! Nate, go. <laughs> uh, okay. So if 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 you don't know, Bloodborne is a game where you fight werewolves and then Cthulhu, and you drink blood, and that's good. Um, <laughs> What else is in this game? It's a strand game, and it's a Shadow of the Colossus crossover. 
Strand game is the is the bullshit thing that Kojima said when he was making Death Stranding and was like, it's a new genre. I do want to stress that for the purposes of this robot, like we do know what Death Stranding is and what he thinks a strand game is. But we put this in the robot with the idea of we're just making up whatever the fuck a strand game is because he was just <laughs> saying it's this wild new genre. So we're just kind of going for it. But in reality and in a fun little turn of events here, a strand game is basically just what the Souls games already do but plus items yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um which is why like that struck me as so crazy when he was like it's a new genre i was like that's just Uh, notes but with bridges all right sir (laughs) um (laughs) and it was a mandatory crossover with what shadow of the colossus Right, so the game where you climb the big boys. Yes, the big big uh, boys. <laughs> I'm like, j- my brain is just like, you, it's it's good. Don't ruin it with talking. <laughs> is there any light in this game? Because those are three very dark games. I yeah, think. yeah. <laughs> are there any colors? <laughs> I know, uh, just gray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just gray and dark blue. That's it. Maybe some brown sprinkled in there. That's mm. a weird sentence. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if this is sort of. Uh, what if they try to make it colorful? Like, what if... <laughs> like, go, like, full fucking Sunset Overdrive kind of color scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you're but you're drinking, like, maybe menstrual blood. That's sort of the whole thing in oh, Bloodborne. No. Um, yeah. Which is true. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, seen the, I've seen the videos online. But it's, it's Sunset Overdrive. That's so crazy. I, like, don't have any good ideas. Chris or Cam, like, <laughs> you gotta go because I can't. I'm just thinking about Bloodborne again. I think the th- I think the thing with Strand is that I mean I I do get the whole like you're kind of finding things that are left behind and whatnot and like notes mm-hmm. and objects and stuff like that but I feel like conceptually the Strand game is about like a social experience like I feel mm-hmm, right. a, a lot more uh, I'm I'm like playing right into Kojima's hands and I'm like being a shill <laughs> but like I feel like I'm I'm connecting with people in a way that I have not in other video games, you know? And right. I, yeah. No, I totally um, get it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm, o- I'm only, like, imagining, like, kind of the environment right now. So if we're talking Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, I um, I didn't really get far into Shadow of the Colossus because I'm an idiot. But fine. <laughs> um, my understanding is that you're, you're basically, like, traversing, like, on the dudes, right? Like, on the, yeah. on the titular Colossus, uh, the Colossi. <laughs> Um, Colossin. Yeah, so I mean, what if this is like a kind of like a Xenoblade Chronicles thing where like you were traveling on a dude? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. in those in those games, like the continent you live on is like a like a behemoth. It's like a giant like yeah. thing. In in Bloodborne, like I said, you fight Cthulhu monsters from the moon at the end, which is like wild. Uh, <laughs> because that that game starts out with you like punching a werewolf in a yeah. in a doctor's office. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so I I think like you could you could make that shadow of the colossus uh pretty easily because there's already some big weird totally things. yeah like um there's like ebrietas the daughter of the cosmos it would be a lot like shadow of the colossus but like none of those monsters are are like furry they're all slimy mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay so what if we kind of like mix that with the xenoblade idea and each colossus is maybe like a kind of like bloodborne level and the way like they are just so massive that you have to like climb up and like you're going through these worlds that are clearly just parts of this creature and the way that you have to kill it is by like hitting its weak points and attacking stuff but you have to like find them in the world and get through like a bloodborne ass stage mm-hmm. that's very good so what are what are the monsters then like are they like how how do they relate to the thing that you were tra- that you were on yeah there was um 
it like you know in God of War, if you've played it like the older ones, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's like the Titans, and there's like yeah. little like you go through a little dungeon, but it's like on the Titan or whatever, yeah, or yeah, on yeah. Atlas or something like that. That's what I'm sort of thinking of, but. You're going through these giant levels that are really either on the backs of or inside of these these weird eldritch creatures, um, and that's how you take them down. Is you you have to like literally like stab at their like spleen or whatever yeah. inside of them and make them either die or fight each other. <laughs> and there's like actual like smaller like your size creatures to make it feel like an actual Bloodborne game. Right, exactly. Like, sort of like how in Cloverfield, this is really going places. Yeah. In the first Cloverfield, there was like those little mites that were on the Cloverfield monster's body. But God, I'm so happy that everybody on this call understands that. Wonderful. (laughs) Good. Um, And then it eats TJ Miller at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Which, which (laughs) all games should. Anything with (laughs) TJ Miller in it, he should die. Fucking eat him. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So. I, it's it's really interesting. Uh, Mortal Engines. Have you either of you heard of that? I saw the it's trailer. A, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a, it was a book in a movie where in the future we just make cities be big cars, sort of, cool. <laughs> and Great. they fight each other. This is sort of chomping that flavor as well. So <laughs> like, we're really like this is a lot, <laughs> a little something for everyone. Like um, like true artists, we 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 are getting our inspiration from many sources. Yeah, Kojima, who's the artist now? <laughs> yeah, get still, fucked today. Still me. What's up? <laughs> um, that's great. I, I love the idea of like going through like a little dungeon in order to take down this huge thing and you somehow need to like maybe some of them because in Shadow of the Colossus you need to do like certain puzzle things like, oh, you need to make them Oh, he's afraid of fire, so you have yeah, to go get a torch. Or like one of them is like you have to wait for it to hit the ground, so you have to like mm-hmm. go out to this like area far away from it and climb up its sword or something like that. Yeah, or you need to like bait it over here so you yeah. can jump on its beard and then ride it or whatever. Or this guy needs to hit a column to knock out his armor so you can stab it. Um, extrapolating that and zooming out literally to like the scale of these giant things like maybe you have to get one to like punch the other one's jaw so that like part of the, the <laughs> yeah. like labyrinth is is able to be like explored now i have a crazy idea though okay all right go all right so death stranding has a let's say it has, it has things to say about the way we connect with people in real life boy does it yeah so i'm trying to figure out like how do we bring in like real world analogies and like really overt metaphors and allegory in here. Just to really be heavy handed with it like a genius. Yeah. What if, what if like the Titans or the beings or whatever, what if it like, I don't know, because data mining is a thing. What if it just pulled from say like social media or something like that? And what if they were based on people you knew in real life? (laughs) What if those like attack on Titan, but like the Titan like has like, I don't know your ex's face on it. <laughs> so <laughs> that, or it's like built like, like I'm thinking about, Oh my God, I don't want to fight a monster built from like Caitlin's cursed tweets or something. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. I, fuck. I, I'm kind of getting, uh, since we're just lumping in every fucking game into this, like the original last of us multiplayer kind of did something like that where you had oh, to right. like, yeah. you were like playing and trying to fight for survive for mm-hmm. like your camp. And yeah, 
like you tried to like do well in multiplayer matches to get more resources and more people to join your camp. And your camp was actually like your Facebook friends. So like you Mm. could see your friends just be like, Oh, well like this person is just fucking starving. And then, Oh, they died. Or like these or like hunters came in and murdered these people. So like, that's a cool idea. And in, in Bloodborne, there were these sort of randomly generated dungeons that were optional content called the chalice dungeons. Um, I think you could apply that to like a social media thing. Like it maps an, uh, a, a dungeon based off of like, you know, Chris's tweets or, (laughs) or, or like my Instagram account, it, it builds something like, it's not a one-to-one, like you don't literally see like, Oh, there's a picture of Nathan's cat. Um, maybe that's that, but like maybe the algorithm recognizes cat and is like, okay, so we're going to have like cat Mm. demons in this dungeon. That'd be kind of cool. I, I kind of dig that. It's a little yeah. scary to have your photos like r- literally read like that. But hey, <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin's would just have like super grotesque monsters, right? That are like all like and they're all drinking White Claws. Yeah. In Shrek and B-movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it would be it would be certainly <laughs> something. Oh, instead of Monster Energy, it's White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's we've. <laughs> how did we make a bad game out of this good? Price? Right. It's because of me. <laughs> we nailed it. <laughs> We started off with like a good combo of things and then we were like, what if you drink White Claw and fight Caitlin Galley's Rose fucking Twitter? (laughs) Very good. Very good. Oh, Um, that's good. (laughs) So we need to get a name for this and maybe some some more like mechanical or plot stuff before before we are allowed to be done with it. Yeah, I have a stupid name that's not like it's totally a joke, but... Bloodborne colon big game hunting. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Bobby Bloodborne's big game hunter. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I hate that so much. It's perfect. That's the title of the episode. One hundred percent. Although you need you need you need like you need like another like subtitle like how like Metal Gear Solid has like tactical <laughs> espionage or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah, like, the, the subtitle. I'm surprised that Death Stranding didn't have one, but yeah, uh, it did. It was a Hideo Kojima game. <laughs> oh yeah, because he couldn't he couldn't do it on the last one. <laughs> Bobby Bloodborne's big game hunter. Um, cult like underneath it, it'll just be like a rootin' tootin'. <laughs> Uh, Cthulhu shooting adventure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've ruined it. Thank God. Who's okay. Bobby Bloodborne? Who is who is Robert Bloodborne? Please, <laughs> Robert Bloodborne was my father. Call me Bobby. <laughs> that like this suggestion that there is somebody named Bobby Bloodborne <laughs> yes. is like the the most like cursed knowledge of this. Cursed That's Doctor Bloodborne to you, <laughs> <laughs> the young master Bloodborne. <laughs> You're gonna be in these dungeons. Uh, with the sort of soulsy, bloodborne uh mechanics of fighting little demons to get to the center of it, the heart of it, or, you know, whatever, the eardrum to make it, like, cover its ear or whatever, or to make it punch another colossi or whatever. Is this just the Bloodborne version of the fucking whale level from Kingdom Hearts? Hmm. Yeah, or, like, inside Jabu Jabu's belly Great. or whatever. Cool. Um, except for this will be better. Is this four? <laughs> yeah okay just making sure um so yeah and you're just gonna have those those big boys punch each other until they're are they're all dead and then i guess if we're still doing shadow of the colossus you're gonna save 
a friend of yours or a girlfriend or, or sister yeah. or whatever. Sorry, really quickly, really quickly. Is this Bloodborne's inside story? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, like I said, it'll either end like Shadow of the Colossus where you're doing it to revive a, a loved one or person or whatever, mm-hmm. or it's going to go with the secret ending of Bloodborne, which I guess spoilers, but that game is like 19 years old now. Um, you just become a slug <laughs> in the good ending of that game <laughs> is you, you kill like the moon presence and then you become like a baby old God at the end of that. So maybe you're doing it to turn your friend into a squid because it's really what they want or something like that. (laughs) And that's what this game is. So Bobby Bloodborne's big game hunter, (laughs) semicolon Bloodborne's inside story. (laughs) I hate it so much. It's so good. It's perfect. We either this this podcast is either we take a great premise and make it horrible, or we take a horrible premise and make it a great game. Yeah, totally. Um, There's no middle ground. We're never like, <laughs> yeah, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So I think that's going to be it for this game. And it's and I just got the t- I'm reading the ticker tape, and it's a oh, 100 percent perfect wow. game on Metacritic cool. as well. So we we've, we've We're done on a hot it. streak. Hell yeah, we've done it, y'all. So that is going to bring us to the end of the program today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener-submitted ideas to be fed into the robot for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words by tweeting us at at the NES pod or posting in our Patreon. Cam, what have we got? Uh, This week, we have added these to the machine. Uh, The game Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, which neither of us know anything about. I love it. It's great. (laughs) Great. Cool. Uh, That was submitted by at albob875. The twist that it's a health PSA game, which is fucking hilarious, um, by at drvmd. And the twist that it requires a dance pad controller by at infinite underscore rewind. Uh, That brings our potential game total to... 33,848,415 33,848,415 games. It just keeps it just keeps happening. Like I listened to an old episode of ours and in the intro I'm like, "We have over 3 million games." I'm like, "Oh, honey." <laughs> like <laughs> you, you just you just you just wait. It'll it'll catch up to you. Um so Chris, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear/see more of you? Well, I am on Twitter at Compendrizer. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Real Chris Compendio, which I of course named for whenever I become famous and people try to impersonate me. Wonderful. And other than that, you know, you can see myself on Uppercut, and uh, you mentioned all my bylines. I'm also on Destructoid and just the Dual Shockers, and I have some stuff in Paste. So check that out. And I think that's it. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit everywhere. That's, that's awesome. I am. I, I, someone stopped me. I have too many binaries now. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we have completed yet another chaotic uppercut episode. We did it. Yeah, uh, we did it. Everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want bonus episodes, early episodes, shout outs, or access to the robot yourself, check out our Patreon. The link is in the description. If you don't have any cash to throw away, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please consider leaving a five-star review because it really does actually help us out. I can be found at at Two-Headed Giant on Twitter. And I can be found at at the Camdy Man. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, wash your fucking hands. 